I really want this to be something, I think. I know you do. I mean, judging by, you know, the way things have gone so far, it's probably not the best. But at the, you know what? Let's let's change it up a little bit. I think I'm getting addicted to just to, like things happening. Um, that's probably a bad with way no to look explanation. At it. Yeah, with no explanation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for something else. I think everybody is any kind of distraction. All we need is the third one. We've got ourselves a phenomenon. Hello, everyone. Oh, this boy. is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Hit subscribe on all of those places. That is a great way to support the show. Make sure you get the episodes. Also, don't forget, you can go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Audible link there and sign yourself up for a free audio book. Oh. I am in the middle. I Well, not the middle. I'm actually at the very beginning of it. Uh, but I am listening to Ready Player Two, Sarah. Oh, I forgot that came out. Yes, it just I really came out liked last the, week. I liked the book. There are not so much the movie. Very strong feelings one way or another about Ready Player One. If you have not read it, it's Ernest Klein's book, and it's about like a VR kind of situ- world set in the future where the world's falling apart, but people can go to the Oasis, which is a virtual reality. So it's like a Willy escape. Wonka kind of thing, but like in a. Uh, there's a little bit of that, yes, yeah. because there's also the aspect you could win a prize. Yeah. Um, I, I liked the first one. It is – I can understand why people don't because it's very seeped in. Well, in 1982, there was this release of the third generation of the Atari that had a secret Easter egg along these lines, and it's, it's a lot of that. It's a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of reference to 80s uh, – 80s in particular, but definitely 80s and 90s culture and uh, kind of esoteric things that they go to. But but with that, um, the second one, it's uh, it's along the – if you like the first one, I think you'll like the second one. If is it you a continuation from – It's a continuation. All right, so it's the same guy, the same – Yes, guy. It's, a, it's a direct sequel. Okay. Yep, yep, follows directly – After the ending? Um, I well, wouldn't say necessarily that, but it's – yeah, it directly follows the other thing. So it's a, it's a full-on sequel. Okay. If you liked the first one – you will like the second one. If you did not, and I know some people who did not like Ready Player One, you will hate Ready Player Two. <laughs> <laughs> I will just tell you now, it is not for you. It's not going to change anything. So that's uh, it. Will not change your mind. It will not change your mind. <laughs> but are you enjoying? Talking it to so the Keelan far? Kings out there in the world, uh, Keelan, you won't like Ready Player Two. I'm going to tell you now. Uh, yeah, I, I am. You know, it's it's entertaining. Mm. They're, they're, it's it's entertainingly written, but it's just getting started, so I don't really know where it's going. But I've got the audiobook of it. Oh. it came out. And uh, Will Wheaton does the reading for it. So, actually, it's not Will; it's Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Wheaton. Uh, I anyway. do like his reading. I've only heard him read one thing, and it was that um, that Stephen King book. I think was it Stephen King, or was it his son? Maybe he read uh, he read a sto- like one of the short stories. I don't know if it was Stephen King or or Joe yeah. um, Joe Hill. I can't remember which one. But I like his his reading voice. Oh yeah, no, he's, yeah. he's very good. Yeah, he's he's definitely good at uh, reading the books out loud. But so you can check that out at funemploymentready.com. Click on the Audible link. All right. <laughs> I'm going to talk about what I was bringing up here in, in just a little bit. I want to give everybody a reference point. It's December 2nd, 2020 in the year of our apocalypse. So wherever you're at, wherever you're listening to this, sometime in the distant future, if these are the archives that have survived from the downfall of humanity and this is all you've got, well... That's where we are. Greg, if this is an archive, real quick, I want you to give a quick summation of what life is like on December 2nd, 2020. For myself? No, just in general. In general? What's it like going outside or being around people? I went outside today for the first time in several days. I mean, other than going to my backyard. I left I left my property today. What? Yeah, I haven't done that in... It's 
been a while since before Thanksgiving, I think. That you've left your house? The more I think about this, I'm trying to think if I went to the store at any point in there. Maybe I went through a drive through I don't think, yeah, I've really left much since but you don't, then. But even a drive through like, you're not getting out of your car. Yeah. Maybe I've gone to S- Safeway once. That would have been about it. Yeah. But other... Yeah. No, I haven't really left left the property. I'm, okay. And even then, I haven't really gone outside too much, other than, like, yard work or sitting in the back for a few. Yeah. it's So we're, we're working on about a week. Oh, boy. About a week ago. It was probably about the last time I was really outside of the house. And okay. that was to go to a store. And uh, I went to a store again today. That's very exciting. It was a very big day for me so far. <laughs> very big. That is one thing that I did today. Uh, yeah, so we are in quarantine um, right now where we're at here in Portland, Oregon, Multnomah County in particular. It's supposed to go on for another couple of weeks. It's probably going to go on longer than that, I'm going to certainly imagine. And uh, and yeah, that's um, things are closed. Stores are open. Uh, various things are open. You still, It's not quite what March was, I feel like. I think it's exactly what March was, but we're used to it now. Uh, yeah. Oh, I meant more just what things are open because I know you can get haircuts now because we've got a friend who's got that's true a company that we were going to mention here too. We we can do it here in a minute, but yes. we've got a friend who um, like like many 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 small businesses. Fun Employment Radio, please go there and click on things and buy stuff from our store. Uh, just for the love of uh, God, buy but, a shirt. But uh, yeah, that you know it, it's a struggle. So we'll we'll be talking about that here in a, in a few. We'll give some plugs there. But yeah, this is just kind of uh, where we're at. I, and I have uh, I can say my day. You know, like I said, got up. I tried to try to work out. Try to you know be do do what I'm supposed to do. Get exercise. I did that this morning. And, That's good. And then uh, and then started working. That helps on, with the mental well being. It does help. Uh, working and being busy helps. If I sit still for too long or. I, it's real easy for me to get into the doldrums. Mm-hmm. Uh, very quickly, it'll happen. So I have to be busy, and which is why I've got a new company, Two Box Media, TWO Box Media, which you can follow online on Twitter, uh, YouTube. Those are two great places to follow us. But we're also on Facebook, and we go live on Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific with a brand new show. So that's coming up. Filming some stuff for that today. Very cool. Yes, I'm very excited about that. I love that. Like, if I'm deeply involved in that, then I'm like, okay, no time to get depressed uh, so, so <laughs> i'm too busy to be depressed too busy to be depressed that's the that's pretty much the greg nibbler mantra in, in life uh but sometimes it just happens so i don't know i don't know if that answers your question in any way shape or form no that's that great what's going on in the life of me right now mm-hmm. yes well i thought uh i was setting up my day to be pretty darn amazing this morning yeah because for the first time uh, uh i've been part of this group online for like probably well over a year now. So um, going back uh, on Facebook right now, currently, I was, I was super excited. There are things called buy nothing groups. So basically it's when people have something that they are offering, you know, to give for free to somebody, either like it's someone asking for something or they're offering a gift. And then they'll like, usually like use some sort of random number generator Mm -hmm. to try and pick the person. So over like the past probably couple of years, I have tried to get like multiple things just, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like I remember I tried once for like, there was some like outside bar thing that I thought would be good for the nib hole. Um, there are other ones, you know, like, I don't know, like pair of shoes, like different things that I've always, you know, I have never, ever, ever been picked for anything for my buy nothing group. 
So yesterday, actually it was last night before I went to bed, I was looking on Facebook and I saw that somebody was offering a Christmas tree stand. And I was like, okay, well, you know, like Greg needs a Christmas tree stand if we're getting a tree for, you know, because we're trying to not be depressed this Christmas. So we're getting a tree. So I decided to just throw my name into the hat. So there were already a bunch of people on there and be like, I would love to be considered. You know, I, you know I'm going to be having a small tree. That would be nice. And I got a message this morning saying that I was the winner. What? I, I for the first time ever, I don't even know how many times I've tried to, to win things. I actually got the thing that I put my name in for. So I congratulations. Had, it was you take very, your wins where you can get them. That is a win. It was very exciting. For yes, me. yeah, because it was just like Sarah X Dillon, send me a PM. You you won via the you won a rim. major prize. I won a major award. Yeah, major award. That's what it was. <laughs> so it was very exciting. So I'm just like la la la. This is a great day. So then I'm trying to. But then I, too, you know, as you're talking about, we're all trying to fight the doldrums. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, so that's a good start to the day. So then I went and I was still feeling like, you know, a little down. So I've been listening to like nonstop Christmas music today. Yeah. Because that's how I think I'm trying that's to. That's fine. Yeah. Do what you got to do. And plus, it's like the legal. Normally, if this were a normal year, I'd be making fun of you right now for no, that. No, but, but it's hey. the legal time. It's after Thanksgiving and before Christmas. Yeah, legal. Uh, I legally still, speaking. I guess legally is, speaking, it may pass muster. Covered. It doesn't make it right normally. Um, there are a lot of things that are legal that I find, you know, morally, uh, wrong, yes. but on this year, yes, Christmas music. Oh boy. Okay. December 2nd. Okay. Yeah, that can happen. Well, I was very excited. So I was talking back and forth to the person. Morally, I'm still, you know, a little bit, a little bit torn about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was talking back and forth to the person, you know, and ended up scheduling to go and pick it up. So I was super excited. Went for my walk. Um, you know, was listening to my Christmas music. Listened, of course, to Christmas in the Northwest. <sighs> That I'm not torn on. Little that Kinks, is the Father song. Christmas, that's a great Pogues, song. Fairy Tale of New York. Okay. I had like a really great mix that I was listening to, just like walking. Yeah, it it sounds was like it. you have a two thirds great mix. From what I have I can an excellent mix. It's about two thirds great. <laughs> so then I'm like, everything's going my way. So I'm just walking and then um, get over to Greg's and I'm like, I'm going to make some food. So uh, there's an air fryer here and I put my, um, I'm really addicted to these. If anyone knows what they are, they're the Morningstar like buffalo chi- like buffalo nugget things. They're so good. Morningstar buffalo nuggets. They are. They're like the veggie like buffalo wing nugget things. They're so good. So I put them in the air fryer, and I was just like, oh, drinking I my coffee. I will say they're pretty good. They are pretty good. I know. I noticed that there were a few less than when eh, you know, I put them in there's there. There's a price if you come over here to this house and you cook something in the air fryer. There's a, mm. there's a toll. Got to pay the toll. So yes, I'm like, everything's going my way, and as I'm going to like get the you know, my delicious buffalo wings out of the air fryer. I put my arm down here. I'm like, fuck. I look and I totally Oh, you could hear burned. it? I heard a... Like oh, a, no, that's not good. You didn't actually, say you were going to do it's that. It's actually hurting more and it's getting bigger, Greg. Look at that. Yeah, it's a pretty, that's a pretty solid burn. Yeah, all right. This is a lot worse than it actually looked before. Yeah, it's on... Cool, uh, it's turning like darker wrist. purple. That's great. Did you put cold water on it? Well, it seemed fine at the time. I keep putting my iced coffee against it. No, what you're supposed to do with a burn is immediately put cold water on it. Okay. Well, I didn't and I can tell you that be... from experience because I burned myself many, many times, usually taking pizzas out of the oven. Um, yeah. So I was just like, everything's yeah. going it's, my way. It's not... <laughs> yeah. And then tss, I'm like, fuck. So then Stop I burned myself. Stop making that sound. Tss. No, I don't like that in association. I'm, I'm not a fan of this. Well, at least your arm isn't on fire. So yes, I did that. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you know. Take your wins while you can get them. I got myself a Christmas tree stand, so that was cool. Well, then I burned myself. <laughs> and then I burned myself. <laughs> and, and so I was in the living room, you know, with my burned arm, eating my sad buffalo wings. 
and then it comes time to Greg's in the studio and I'm uh, in the living room, like getting all my stuff in order and uh, I'm reaching in my bag to go get my charger for my computer and I reach and I feel that it's all wet inside my bag. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in here? And I totally forgot which I didn't think would be an issue, but I bought a can of wine yesterday. <laughs> a can of wine. Because I'm classy. Well, because I had my um, my Defiance Realty meeting, and a lot of times, like, you know, we'll just sit and, like, have a drink while we yeah. while we do it, our Zoom meetings and everything. And then sure. I bought a can of wine and forgot about it. Uh, I, <laughs> get me so, a can of wine for the big meeting. <laughs> I did. I did get a can of wine for the big meeting. And I forgot about it, and something punctured the can of wine oh, in my no. bag so now there's rosé all over my bag oh boy everything stinks like rosé so i smell like a basic bitch in the middle of the day <laughs> so i smell like rosé um and i have a burned arm but i got a christmas tree holder so yeah yeah yeah, don't do that either. Yeah. So, well, there you so go. Any noise that I make just grosses Greg out. Um, no, not any noise, but those those two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, a can of wine spilled. You've got rose all over your. All inside my bag. All inside your bag. Yeah. That's how, that's how it's I had a hat in there, so it's like just a stinky rose head. Okay. That's what I have. All right. Stinky rose. <laughs> Smell like a basic beer. Yeah, okay. uh, Carrie says canned wine is actually made by a ton of fancy wineries. Correct. I actually, it was a nice can mm-hmm. of wine, too. I'm super bummed that it punctured. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear about Thank that. Thank you, Greg. I can feel the empathy I'm flowing. S- I'm sorry <laughs> to hear about that, that you lost your can of wine and that you burned yourself, but congratulations on the uh, on the Christmas tree stand. Thank you very much. Big day. Big, big day is going on here. Big day in Saratown. You know what? This is what's happening. Um, you did mention the uh, something about music, too, seeing your playlist. Did you see the 2020 wrapped thing? It's, this is This is very timely right now, but hey, this is what's happening. So Spotify released this thing where it tells you what, you know, kind of... Gives you the info on what you listened to for for 2020, mm-hmm. and uh, what did you listen to? Um, mine, well, mine was this is what it's going to bring up. I'm like, oh geez, I now I realize what it's been like for me during this because two of my biggest listens were Willie Nelson and Johnny Cash, and I'm like, how did I listen to that much of Willie Nelson? Oh, that's backyard music. That's Cash. why. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's yeah, because it's all music that's you know it's there, and then. Um, Renato Corazone, which of all things, I highly doubt. Uh, there's a lot of people that is that that been, Italian, Italian, the Italian guy. No, Italian. Yeah, because during oh my you know, god, you if you know Greg, most that's... of this pandemic, like May, June, July, I played it a lot. I played a lot of old Italian music. You still for do. some reason because it was the thing that would like make me feel like I wasn't here or dealing with this. I'm like, oh yeah, Truffa Americano, you know. And then I would listen to that. So he was he's one of my top ones, and Guns and Roses, and then one other one, and that's because of. You. What was the other one? That isn't because of me. You love it just as much as I do. I did. I will say that nobody loves it as much as you do. And I do love it. It makes me smile. Hamilton, the You'll Be Back, was actually the song that's played the most off of my <laughs> Spotify account this year. Oh, my God. So I'm looking at mine because I took some screen caps of it this morning. I didn't realize we were going to talk about it, but I took these for me. That my top artist was Jonathan Groff. <laughs> Who is the who is the person who plays King George in Hamilton with uh, Yoli Beck? I was in the top three percent of Jonathan Groff's listeners this year. I'm surprised you weren't higher than that. The top three percent? That means I've listened to it more than ninety seven percent of other human who beings. Who has listened to it more than you? That's what I'm curious nope. about. Well, I will Who's say, listening more than you? I will say it isn't just him because Yoli Be Beck is only number four on the songs that I was that I listened to the most. What was number one? 
my, for some reason, I think it just plays on a lot of my mixes. So Famous Last Words by My Chemical Romance. Those are number one. Number two, Brandy by Looking Glass. Okay. Number three, You Can Do Magic, America, which mm-hmm. is very clear. I listen to that song all the fucking time. I love it. Yeah. Uh, number four, You'll Be Back. Number five, The Decline. Oh, that's good. Yeah. 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 Me First and the Gimme Gimme's was number three for me. I listened to a lot of Me First. Oh, yeah. Especially when, when it, back when it was nice weather. I did a lot of that. Taking a look at other bees. Um, Mr. Nicky, my number five Spotify genre was show tunes because of the little Hamilton jag I went on this summer. Yeah. <laughs> Hamilton, I think, messed up a lot of people. I know. He uh, did lips. a bunch. <laughs> yeah. That did a bunch of show tuny stuff for people. Yeah. What about Who were your top artists? Is that what you said? Who was Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson, Me First, Renato Carasone, and Guns N' Roses. Mine actually is pretty. I don't know. Yeah. So one to five. Mine's Jonathan Groff. Goldfinger, Johnny Cash. Yeah, I'm surprised Goldfinger didn't make it in there because I listened to a lot of that. Too. <laughs> Johnny Cash, Meatloaf, and The Descendants. Yeah. This is a very well rounded list. I feel like this does represent a lot. I would say, well, I mean, it's not that I don't listen to all those, but I'm kind of surprised that Johnny Cash was number one. I listen to a lot of Johnny Cash. I just don't realize it. You, I guess that is You are always playing Johnny Cash. I do kind of put it on, yeah, as the background noise for no, everything. No, whenever you and I can't also agree on something to listen to, I'll always just put on Johnny Cash. Yeah. And then wait until you're not paying attention, and then I'll put on Jonathan Groff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> that's kind of how that happens. I don't know. It's oh, Mister Jenkins at the that. top point five percent of Rob Zombie listeners went through a Rob Zombie. Came. Deftones was up there too. Um, Deftones. Let's see, one of their songs. Which one was it? Where? What? Well, I saw this earlier. Anyway, it was one of my top ones. But I went through a Deftones phase too. Oh, a long Deftones phase. Well, that's what I think I'm going to do later today is listen because they uh, allow you to put together a playlist. So I'm going to mm-hmm. listen to all the songs that that I've already been listening to all this year. Why yeah, I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to try to get away from it. I think I'm going to try to switch it up a little bit. You know what's a fun section in Spotify actually is the uh, heavy rotation one. It says like the ones that you there's a one that you can do that the songs you repeat the most. Yeah, which is pretty awesome. So you know what should be on there though is Butterman. Butterman is featuring Mr. Pancakes. Butterman is in my top repeated one. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe because I try to skip it and I accidentally hit repeat. No, it's because I like it. It seriously is. All of a sudden, I hear the, and the yeah. Oh, yeah. Stop. Let's get real close to your speakers. Stop it. Voyage. We're taking a journey. Destination, Buttertown. <gasps> Speaking of Butterman. Did you see that picture? I think somebody posted it. What, are you going to tell me there's some other band named Butterman? Just like Courage, some army band that's taking, trying to steal my band's names? Um, not that, but I believe that there is a character in New York that hangs out in Times Square that dresses like a giant stick of butter, and they call him Butterman. Oh, we need a battle. Butterman v. Butterman. Yeah, so I saw this. I thought that you might have seen what? it. What? Of course there is. Yeah. I mean... I'm not, uh, oh yeah, Al Roker and Butterman. Yep, this is, <gasps> no. but he spells it two words, Butterman. I'm Butterman, like Butterman. Somebody needs Are you going to be Mr. Dictionary. Butterman? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Butterman. <laughs> Please tell us, Mr. Butterman. Oh, Greg, look, he's even making butter puns. He says, Butterman is back to stick it to Al Roker at Thanksgiving. Oh, we need to, oh, okay, we no. need a campaign for the real Butterman. You need to trademark that like shit. The real Butterman. Yeah, we need. We oh do God, need. he does dress as butter. <gasps> okay. Okay, so but this Butterman, I guess, has been existing for a year. Uh, our Butterman's been around for a lot longer than a year. So this is thievery. It is. There's thievery. a lawsuit that's going to be involved if he starts singing Butterman featuring Mr. Pancakes. What if he starts singing your Butterman song and then saying that they it's called him? me the butter? Oh, what if he tries to rip us off? 
Oh, Dude. we'll go to war because he doesn't have a Mr. Pancakes on his side. Unless some, some fake ass Mr. Pancakes shows up. Hey, this is my friend, Mr. Pancakes. Yeah, there. Uh, I could see him trying to rip this thing off. Oh, okay, God. there's. So big... Butterman was just on the Today Show. Oh, Greg. I don't want to be on the Today Show. This is Butterman. We're more of a late night act. All right. So the guy who plays Butterman in New York, his name is. He's a pastor. His name is Donnie Willia, uh, Willis. <sighs> Snooze alert. Uh, he said, let's see. So he started dressing as Butterman. Let's see. He's dressed up as a stick of butter who got into a fight with Al Roker last year at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, simpler times. Uh, Lynn, speaking of Hamilton, Lynn manuel Miranda was uh, tweeting about the Butterman. Come on! Oh, no, Greg. Oh, Keelan, we got to get on this. Lynn manuel Miranda is tweeting about Butterman. That's not the real Butterman. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is this is outrageous! I am outraged right now. Um, that's oh. <sighs> wow! What if everyone thinks that you're just like trying to like jump on that guy's <sighs> ride that guy's coattails? I am upset. I am angered. This is. Please, everybody, go find Butterman featuring Mr. Pancakes. We need to overtake this. We need to show this fake butter man that uh, he's not the real deal. The real deal's been around for a long time. I like that you just want to bully a pastor. <laughs> yeah, a thieving pastor. Yes, I 100% do. This is out. This is. Oh, I Greg, will not stand for this. What? I just wrote people what? ask, who is the butter man? Come on. On Google search. And, and that's what comes up? It comes up as him. Oh, okay. This is this is son of a. Twenty twenty couldn't just add one more thing on. Oh yes, that's. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, his time's going to be fleeting. He's, what? Because Al Roker talked to him. That's the only reason that he's in the news right now. No, no. I think we we got to get ourselves. We need some SEO help here we need to get this thing back up all right keelan says the song predates their asses so we're covered with proof and you need to start adding at them yeah yeah does he have a handle that says butterman i don't know the real butterman <gasps> you better snag the real butterman while you can don't say that right now i have to go do it real quick because i'm gonna need to take a break to, so i can actually snag this um yeah, shit sarah you put that out there now somebody else so please if you're listening don't do it don't do it. Let's see. Is there one for real Butterman? Son of a bitch. There already is one. Is it just at real Butterman? I am the Butterman. There's quite a lot to say, but I'm rather sorry that I cannot fit it pretty much everything in fewer than... God dang it. Oh. Oh, boy. I am getting... Wow, you are just flummoxed. This is, I, I am upset. There's also a, a book called The Butterman. I'm, well, yeah, I know that. book, yeah. There's some people out there. Okay, yeah, they're all taken. They've been taken for a long time, though. Um, okay. <sighs> gotta, I gotta calm down. I gotta, you know, just try to regroup here a little bit mentally. Um, I'm looking at Urban Dictionary. Do yes. you know that there is actually... A term, Butterman, that is in Urban Dictionary. I probably don't want to know what it is. Well, it is. 
No, it's a. Oh, okay. Well, if you don't want what, to know, well, no. What? What is it? I mean, uh, he is a lady killer, Don Juan or Casanova, who yeah. always gets the girl. That okay? That's right. That's accurate. Here's the all right. Here's the quote that they do, so they'll use it in context, you know, in Urban Dictionary, so you can see. It says, "I was talking to that hot skank until the butter man showed up." <laughs> <laughs> man, you just can't stop the butter man. <laughs> oh, this was from 2005. I was talking to that hot skank. That's wow. Super classy. Yeah, that's really gonna get the yeah get the ladies. Okay, all right. That's fine. I got Sorry, some... I know your world is crumbling. This is upsetting. You it's, a to... call to, it's a call to action. I, that's what I was just going to say. You to need busy. to commit. Oh, I'm committed. That John suggests. I can't believe it's not Butterman.com. <laughs> <laughs> you should get into an an internet fight with the other Butter Butterman. East Coast versus West Coast Butterman. You know that's a great idea. You should call him out. Yeah. Yeah. Greg, I'm being serious. I know. I know you are, and I am being serious too. You can tell You're by being my seriously plotting upset. I know. Silence. Yeah, it's super uncomfortable because you're just sitting there like stewing. Mm-hmm. Stewing is an unpleasant phrase. Are you just rocking out to the music? I'm just thinking. Go on. This is your. This is your time. It's Let me our plot. time. Let me plot. No, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, a Japanese entertainment complex dedicated to classic anime series Mobile Suit Gundam. Do you know what that is? It's a classic yes. anime series. Yeah. Yeah. Gundam. I just talked about Real Ready Player One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Well, they have just unveiled their star attraction to try and get more people to come and visit Japan, which is yeah. a 59-foot robot statue that can move its arms, legs, and head. Mm-hmm. A 59-foot robot. It's huge. That's amazing. Yeah. I would want to see that mm-hmm. because it scares me. So this is the Gundam Factory uh, Entertainment Complex. Showed off the abilities of the 20-ton full-scale replica of the RX-78 Gundam from the animated series. Is this one of the robots that fights in that? Don't spoil anything. Okay. All right. The giant robot can move its arms, legs, and head to strike different uh, poses. The complex says the Gundam will change its poses every half hour once the attraction is open to the public. Is that the robot robot. sound? Yes. How did it go? Gundam Factory has been open to schedule, uh, has, excuse me, has been scheduled to open its doors uh, last month, but it's been delayed until the 19th of this month because of all the shit that's going on. Yeah. So if you're uh, happening to travel to Japan in the not so distant future, go check out an almost 60 foot tall robot. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I would absolutely do that. Yeah. I had a story, I cannot remember where it was from. Uh, I think it was like from a month or so ago. Do you remember that story I had where that person took a piece of someplace? Was it in Greece where they ended up taking something home as a souvenir? Like they stole. Yeah, you talked about that. Yeah, yeah. The curse. Yeah. Where was that from though? Where they took something? Yeah. I don't remember. Okay. Because you had talked about it was some like mythical area in Greece and Greek folklore or something. Or would they take something from Mount Olympus or? 
I don't know, something like that. Anyway, uh, so this uh, is beginning Sarah, to start. I don't remember what happened yesterday, let alone <laughs> what's good, what we talked about like two weeks ago. So something happened at some point. But now this Pompeii. Is starting... Oh, that's where it was. They were in Pompeii. Yes, yes. of course. That's Italy. That's not Greece. So now people are starting to do this where they've taken. I took taken... something back from Rome. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I took back a rock from. Mm, that's not Palatine. good. That's not good. Uh, so now this has started a trend because people who have. 111. Uh, have taken things from places are now fearing that they're going to be cursed, which is actually great because that means they're giving things back to where they should belong. So a self-described, what this guy calls himself, American asshole, mailed a piece of marble that he'd taken from Italy back to the National Roman Museum with a note apologizing for taking it in the first place. So the museum posted an image of the package on its Facebook page with a piece of marble that someone named Jess had apparently given to somebody named Sam back in 2017. So the person who took the marble sent a message with the uh, with the package. Uh, so it said, to whom it may concern, uh, concern, I would like to return this rock to its rightful place anywhere within the Roman ruins, and I would greatly appreciate your assistance. Please forgive me for being such an American asshole and taking something that was not mine to take. I feel terribly for not only taking this item from its rightful place, but placing writing on it as well. So they even wrote on it. Oh, okay, that's not good. Yeah. Uh, this is extremely wrong of me, and I realized later in my adult life, I guess I really grew up a lot in three years. Uh, how inconsiderate and disrespectful that was. I have attempted many hours of scrubbing to remove it, but to no success. Please forgive me! Exclamation point. Uh, so the National Rome's, uh, Roman Museum's director said that the package was sent from Atlanta, and the marble fragment is potentially a piece of the Roman Forum. Uh, he oh, believed- that's fucked up. Yeah, that's that's not... Yeah. Yeah. He said, from the tone, we imagine that it's a young woman. In 2017, she must have come to Rome and took a fragment of marble in order to gift it to her boyfriend. Uh, he speculated that perhaps the sender had heard of the similar case in October, here it is, of a Canadian woman named Nicole who mailed a travel agent fragments that she stole from Pompeii back in 2005. Uh, she said that that theft had brought her a string of bad luck, including two cases of breast cancer, which she was blaming on bringing that home with her. So uh, they're saying that the sender may have also been moved to make an important symbolic gesture of returning the marble out of the goodness of their heart. These are the things I could find on the internet. You could no, not no, no. Be I'm less thinking interested. about this. Just like no, I am. I am thinking about this. I'm. I'm listening here, Sarah. Um, because now I'm concerned about. Thing. I did take any piece of marble though. To clarify for anybody out there too, that is not something I would ever do. I picked up a piece of gravel rock from Palatine Hill. I'm messing with rock. Is okay, as long as it wasn't carved and part of some like sacred monument. No, you hesitated. I had to think about it just to make sure that no, no, I would not do that. Uh, I haven't taken anything. Oh, no, no, I haven't taken anything. And finally, finally, an, an Austrian village named Fucking is now going to change its name after getting unwanted tourist attention. So the residents of a tiny Australian village have voted to change their name after enduring unwanted attention from English-speaking tourists for years. I think you told me about this. I did, yeah. It's spelled like F-U-K-I-N-G. Yes, so it's actually spelled F-U-C-K-I-N-G. Wait, F-U-C-K? Yeah. Wow. Uh, So, yes. So coming next year, though, however, the village of 100 residents, which are near the German border, will change the name from fucking to fugging. (laughs) F-U-G-G-I-N-G. 
so the mayor of the municipality where the village better, is really. located says, I can confirm that the village is being renamed. I really don't want to say anything more. We've had enough media frenzy about this in the past. Well, English-speaking tourists have increasingly flocked to fucking for a photo op next to the entrance sign bearing the village's name. Some even capture themselves striking lewd poses in front of it for social media. Also, people have stolen the signposts, of course they have, uh, prompting authorities to install new ones which, uh, with concrete to deter thefts. So apparently this village has existed for quite some time. So there's a map from 1825 that had this name on it, that yeah. had fucking on it. But uh, some experts believe that the name dates all the way back to the 11th century. Mm. I'm just surprised as popular as that word has been for quite some time. That it's taken this long to change it. Yeah, I mean, if it's historical, maybe they just didn't want to do it. I mean, that's probably a good tourist attraction for them, though. I guess it gets annoying. Why I mean, not just capitalize of, on it? If it's a village of 100 people, they probably don't want tourists. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably not down with yeah, the they're probably like just, implication of it. Yeah. Fugging doesn't sound any better. Fugging though. is not better, though, yeah. No. That's almost kind of more <laughs> hilarious, gets, Yeah, honestly. it kind of is. That's not going to work to deter. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, that's that's what I could find. All right, there's your world of crazy. Um something I brought up there at the beginning of the show and uh it has to do with uh with something else that you talked about in World of Crazy not very long ago. And it's the monolith stuff. Yes. The no, because that thing Utah. is well, it's been the, bouncing around, well, right? The, well, it didn't bounce around. It's a completely different one. There was another one that popped up in Romania, and now that one has disappeared as well. These are the, so, the like metal monolith stuff. Yeah. And since now the Romanian one gets gone too, this is what I'm saying. One more, and we'll have something that is a phenomenon. All right. I'm looking to see. Yeah, so there was the one in Utah. There was the one in – because I, I thought I had seen that there might have been a third one. Is there a third one? No, I don't think so. I think that was the Romanian. Okay. One. So two of them now, and nobody's seen who's put them up or who's taken them down. And so we're close. I think if another one of these pops up, say in like, um, I mean, it doesn't matter where it is really anywhere, like Australia or something, we're going to be on the verge of maybe a whole nother crop circle thing. Whatever happened to crop circles? Is it going to be like, war- wait, what is that? Is that Remember signs? crop circles? Was that signs? Was that that movie? Signs well, is crop circles. That's yes. what I was thinking of. Yes. Signs is the crop circle one. Whatever happened to crop circles? Do they still happen? Oh, are you not friends with anybody from high school? <laughs> I still see. I mean, I am. I still see Are crop see circles people- still popping up? Oh, yeah. Crop circles run in the same um, like arena as like flat earthers and 5G and. Oh, yeah. Like all that stuff. Like I, whenever I'm needing like just a little, uh, not even just a little break, just like to kind of just see the crazy for a little while. Yeah. I have particular people that I've kept friends with just so I can go and see like how their brains are working. Uh huh. And it's a lot of, yeah, flat earth, crop circle, Sasquatch spirits. Tons it's of unfortunate those all read together. But yeah. yeah, I feel like we're, we're on the verge of maybe, maybe a whole another crop circle kind of thing. Oh yeah, there it is. There's an article already linking the two different things. Mysterious monoliths in Utah and Romania, reminiscent of crop circles. Oh yeah. Popping up. So we're on the verge of something. I think one more, this is going to become like a big story. I mean, it already was aliens. a big story. So you're saying it's said, aliens. It could be aliens. Well, I mean, it is. There are only like, what, 29 days left in December? Yeah. I mean, given that like time. Like it's going to have to happen pretty soon here. Either Bigfoot's going to show up 
or aliens. Bigfoot will never show up. Bigfoot, it could be the year of Bigfoot. We could round out the year with Bigfoot showing up. Maybe he was the one who, you know, Bigfoot, maybe they all caused COVID. Could be Bigfoot's behind it. I don't know. But uh, I think that Bigfoot created 5G for chemtrails as a conspiracy for flat earth and you know, crop circles. It's to distract from, yeah, the new world order. Mm-hmm. It just makes sense now that you're saying it out loud. It all ties together. Well, regardless, I think that Bigfoot's going to show up or aliens. One of the, th- one of the two. Well, Bigfoot, I mean, haven't you heard the speculation that Bigfoot is an alien? Yes, there is that speculation. Yeah. I mean, I would think that that's – so I think maybe we could both be right. That's true. Mm-hmm. These, are, these are all possibilities. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, putting that out there, uh, calling the shot, if you will. I made the prediction before that, um, uh, you know, I've won a lot of sports bets. So that's my prediction, Bigfoot, by the end of 2020. Not aliens. Or aliens. One of the two. That's what everybody's predicting. But I called it right here first. You should do something more creative than that. Wow. I'm going to say the Mothman. Mothman's not real. The Mothman's going to come. No. In December. Yep. All right, let's see. Which one comes? Sasquatch or Mothman? All right, fine. Sasquatch or Mothman. There it is. All right. (laughs) We both have our corners. We've done what we can do. (laughs) All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Seriously, really appreciate it immensely. And uh, thanks to everybody who's been able to go there, uh, either join the Supporters Club, $6.99 a month, the first week is free, or pick up some merchandise, funemploymentradio.com slash store. We've got the branding stuff there. And a uh, good time to pick some of that up, if you can. We understand uh, that it's, you know, not everybody's in the same position. Oh, but yeah. if you are I mean, able it's, to. It's difficult times. We're a small business. We do appreciate it. And speaking of small businesses, uh, we do have a friend here in Portland that we just wanted to bring up, the Southeast Barber Company. And uh, great people that run it. It's our buddy Gil actually owns it. And they're on 55th and Southeast Woodstock. And you can make an appointment to come in. I mean, they follow all the regulations. They're very, very safe on everything. Southeast, spelled out, southeastbarbercompany.com mm-hmm. is uh, where you can go to. You can even click on um, one of the barbers and set up a time and all of that, they've got the prices there, so you can you can. Re- they're giving you a lot of ways that you can go ahead and get that uh, settled. Absolutely, and they actually them, also have their phone. Yeah, their phone numbers there, so that you can literally just get a hold of them and see what times they're available. Yeah, and they're available, you know, and they're working. They're working really hard. I, yeah. I can tell you, like both the owners are are you know have families, and they're both just working their asses off to try and. I mean, I know we all do, but I mean, let's let's help them while we can. Yeah, so just we wanted to make sure that they they got some attention there. So southeastbarbercompany.com. Again, Southeast spelled out the full word. And uh, and yeah, so um, just giving a shout out to some of our buddies. Plus, you know, just because we're not seeing anybody doesn't mean that you shouldn't look the best that you can. Yeah. Get that haircut. It'll make you feel better about yourself. Yeah. These are all true things. <gasps> Keelan, that's true. He says Southeast Barber Company will cut crop circles in your hair if you want. That's true. Can they can do it. some pretty styling designs. Yeah. Maybe I should get crop circles. Except then you'd have to see this... Your lumpy head? Yeah. yeah. My lumpy head would show up. It's hidden safely underneath the mop that I wear. <laughs> underneath the rug? I need a new wig. Um, <laughs> all right. Thank you, everybody. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment. What? Radio. We'll be back? No. No, <laughs> no, no. You'll remember. Oh, God. <laughs>